Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Crops. Hey, welcome, everybody. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. This is how you can call and comment on the stories of the day that we're going to get to here in just a momento. It's 503-589-1220. 1220 emails always to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news like the one i got from gail one of our faithful listeners about ballot verifying this is something that you can do from your home and it's very important it is not the same and i have misspoke so let me just get this um this out there. I misspoke. I thought it was cast vote records analysis. It is not. This is verifying the validity of ballots that were cast from the ballot images. Gail writes this. Hello, Jeff. You and Avis, any of you know Avis? She's a conservative uh, operative, shall we say. Thank goodness she's out there. You and Avis, Gail writes, are doing a good job getting the word out about ballot verifying for Polk County. I think friends can be influenced to help. I spoke with a friend I knew was very concerned about our country. When I mentioned the need, she was more than willing to sign up to help with ballot verifying. We may not be able to do much in the scheme of things, but I do believe every little bit helps. I know you have the link, but I've included the Polaris link. Bless you and all that you do and promote. Thank you, Gail. I appreciate that very much. So we will have that back up on the show plan today. It is polarisrecount.com. It's really easy to sign up. This is where we recount the digital ballot images in any county of America. Now, what's important, and by the way, there's a really easy video to watch here about how to do this. Okay, this is one way that you and I can participate in our freedom. Now, sadly, yesterday in the Oregon legislature, a bunch of Republicans voted to make this harder, if not impossible. Thank you. Four Republican senators voted yes on the floor on Senate Bill 166. This is Shamia Fagan's bill that hides what they're doing. They don't want us, the people, we, the people who own the information of the voting results. They don't want us to see it. And four Republicans voted with the Democrats. Cedric Hayden, Tim Canope, 
Finley and Bill Hansel. Finley's from the Ontario area. Hansel's from Pendleton. Hansel is leaving the legislature. Tim Canope is from Bend. And Cedric Hayden is from Springfield. There you go. Those four decided that they should vote with Secretary of State Shamia Fagan. Put a feather in her cap. Help her win re-election so that she can be next in line to be the next radical leftist governor of Oregon. Thank you. Cedric Hayden, Tim Canope, Senator Findlay, Senator Hansel, thank you for making it harder for we the people to get actual information like ballot verifying, like cast vote records. Thank you for making it easier for government to hide how they run elections. Thank you. There's other things going on at the Capitol. We're going to get to them. Also, the remember I told you yesterday about the giant billboard on the side of the building? Portland is a Schmidt show. Well, there's a story about it on Fox 12. I'll have that on the show plan. It's the kind of thing you can share with others. Also, the big parents' rights showdown begins in Oregon. It gains steam here. And it's taking the place, and it's not just the national, there's this national bill in Congress. It's not just that. It is what's happening in many school board elections. This is why elections matter. This is why you participating matters. This is why you doing what Gail has done and having meaningful, persuasive conversations with others. This is why it's so important and why it matters. You see, the North Clackamas School District, long run by a bunch of leftists, and I mean long run by a bunch of leftists, has an open seat and a lefty is running for it who's trying to sound like he's moderate versus and this district by the way covers part of Milwaukee, Happy Valley and unincorporated parts of Clackamas County and they're holding their board meetings only online because they didn't like the, quote-unquote, according to the article, the combative public comment periods. Oh, how awful to have parents stand up and to hold you weak leftist school board members accountable for what you're doing to the school district, for the brainwashing of these kids. Oh, how awful, how horrible that is. So... The other person for this open seat, position three, is a sales exec, Amy Reiner. 
she's aligned with the opposing slate of candidates. So what you've got, you've got the lefties running a slate and you've got the righties running a slate. She wants to return balance, transparency and parent voice. She said, we've gotten slammed for being the extremists, the radicals, the homophobic, the transphobic. We've been called everything under the sun. And she noted, by the way, that she is a lesbian. We're just here to continue to educate, to speak from love and kindness in favor of helping all children, not just those from certain affinity groups. The article says, but some districts in Oregon have been seen a steady uptick, uptick of parent-fueled outrage over school policies since school buildings reopened following prolonged COVID-19 shutdowns. Parents are upset over what they say are sexually explicit and age-inappropriate books have aired their frustrations at school board meetings in North Clackamas, Westland, Wilsonville, while students in Canby recently led a walkout against proposed book bans there. And you go on and on and on. So here's the question that you might ask somebody in your circle of influence that is maybe paying it, maybe it's a parent with a child in school, but certainly maybe a, a parent with a child that was in school that is now out, or how about a grandparent? Do you, here's the question Do you think parents? should have the right to see curriculum and to voice their concerns about curriculum at a school board meeting. Should parents have the right to influence how their and what their children are being taught? How and what their children are being taught? Should parents have the right to know and speak about what and how their children are being taught in public school? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. I want to know what you think about that. Also, there's another story in the fish wrap about Oregon one of has one of the largest increases in homelessness for two years from 2020 to 2022. It grew by nearly 23% during that time. It's well above the national average of less than 1%. What? In fact, we grew much faster then Washington at 10% and California at 6%. Now, let me ask you what you think is the common denominator here. Hmm? Oregon is the, I, I'm just throwing this out there. Could it be that Oregon is the only state that has decriminalized the use of heroin and methamphetamine in small amounts. Could it be that people have come to Oregon? We know they have, but I'm just throwing this out there. Is there any connect? This is a not something else you could have a persuasive conversation with. Ask somebody who's persuadable in your world, do you think there's any link between Oregon 
having the highest growth of homelessness, the growth rate in the nation. Is there any link you think between that and the people legalizing heroin and methamphetamine? It's pretty stunning, isn't it? So there you go. Opportunities for you. Also, Nancy Pelosi praises McCarthy and other Republican legislators for flying to Taiwan and meeting with the Taiwanese. Actually, I misspoke. She didn't fly. They didn't fly to Taiwan. The president of Taiwan met them at the Reagan Library in Simi Valley, California. My bad. And the Chinese are rattling sabers. They put a whole bunch of military vessels in the Taiwanese Strait, blah, 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 blah. So, um, there's another story, by the way, a couple of stories in The Federalist. There's a breaking story about a Maine mother sues a school board for hiding her child's gender transition. There's another story about the ruling class in America sides with the transgender shooter who murdered six at the Tennessee Christian School. No kidding. That's where we are in America. But don't be discouraged because we can fix it. Back in a moment at 6. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220. Is that Power Buick GMC talk line? 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220. Dot am or Jeff at KSLM dot news. Corby writes an email, speaking of emails. Morning, Jeff. He says, the bioweapon. There's proof out there that shows they have been doing this to some degree already. Have a great day and keep up the good work. So InfoWars has a story that he's referring to about how American farmers are beginning to inject livestock with mRNA shots this month. No kidding. Now, this is important because this is how they intend to for those of us who know the truth about these shots and are not going to take them and we didn't get sick and we didn't spread it all around the world because we know that what most of they've told us is a lie. Well, 
This is how they intend to hurt our DNA. As Army Murray pointed out in her presentation to our political coffee clatch group Monday night. It does affect your DNA. Now, how do you deal with it? Well, there are protocols how to deal with it. She talked about a few of them. But anyway, this is what's beginning. Now, this is an opportunity for any entrepreneur that wants, you know, anybody in my industry of the ag industry that wants to produce hormone-free beef. Now, there's a bunch of them out there, and it's a good thing because now they can market it, and you, you'll be able to buy it directly from them or through other stores that are going to sell hormone-free, mRNA-free shots. Now, the question is, what about, you know, McDonald's, Burger King? Any of the other big, you know, chain restaurants, maybe. Applebee's. I'm just throwing that out there. It doesn't have to be Applebee's. Will they source their meat from sources that have, in fact, injected mRNA shots? It's a question you could ask. Speaking of Army Murray... She sent me a link, by the way, to um, a great video on YouTube that I will skip. It's a um, Therapeutic Goods Administration. Okay? This is actually good. It's by Dr. John Campbell. Okay. So it's an opportunity for you to learn a little bit about that. And I think you should. Jim writes an email about word of the day. Said, I'm glad I didn't have a mouthful of coffee when I came across this. Amosexual like dude. I had to search it. I'm archiving it. Amosexual. Jim writes, Dems use it to deride Republicans and gun owners, some of whom like the term. Dems should look up squib load when their pet slang has a hang fire. <laughs> By the way, today in the war room, we have State Senator Dennis Linthicum joining us at 9 a.m. If you want to find out the latest about what's going on inside Republicans, inside the legislature, at least on the Senate side, You'll want to be there today in the war room, 9 a.m. It's the Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room. Starts at 8 a.m. and it runs till 3. It's at the Ike Box Coffee House. And it's in the Bay Room, which is behind the stage on the main floor. Let's go to Jess. Jess, good morning. What do you have to say today? Oh, good morning, everyone. Anyways, uh, heard your little take uh, yesterday concerning uh, how they passed all these gun bills or anti-gun bills yesterday yep and uh a streak of sarcasm jumped up in me and it still exists <laughs> to this morning and so i'd like to throw a little tongue-in-cheek out there uh happy am i uh that we have police that will obey the constitution 
and their oath of office. So who cares what these people pass at the state level legislation-wise when it's on its face unconstitutional and denies us our rights? Who cares? These uh, police are judge and jury on the street at point of contact, and uh, they make decisions all the time. And uh, happy am I uh, that they will follow the constitutions, plural, and uh, so there's no need to fear. So whoop-de-whoop. Um, yeah, but we see, is and what we see is we know that that ain't the case, is it? No, no. I mean, it, look, look the re, you know what the reality is. Yeah. Elections matter, and none of this would be happening in Oregon if people on our side stood up, Jess. Well, so the elections don't matter when you have people who will disregard the constitutions. Who cares who's in office? If that's the way they're going to act, sort of like the Trump thing. Who cares what Bragg does? If there's no police there to arrest anybody and enforce it, he ain't got nothing. And in the same turn, if the police do arrest people and he ain't there for them, they ain't got nothing. All right. So let's quit playing around here. The deal is, is that people are either going to act honorably or they ain't. And I'm at this point not under the impression that they will. Thanks, Jess. I appreciate your Thank opinion. You. Probably many in the audience share it. And I do to some extent also, although I still know there's hope. Back in a moment, 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. If you're just joining us, we're, we're just talking about some of the things going on in the Oregon legislature, including the bill that a bunch of Republican senators voted in favor of that makes it harder for you and I as citizens to get information on how Oregon votes. Also, the great controversy on school board elections about parents' rights. It's playing out in a number of places. And Anna sent me an email. By the way, you want to send an email. It's 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. But emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. There is a Salem-Kaiser School District candidate forum tonight. It's at the Kaiser Civic Center on Chamawa Road at 6 p.m. You can listen to all the candidates. So it's tonight, Kaiser Civic Center on Chamawa Road. Hey, by the way, uh, Art, hang on. I will get to you in a minute because I asked Amanda Smith to come on and join me today. Amanda, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. Today's a big day in the war room as we have Senator Linthicum joining us uh, at the Ike Box in the Bay Room uh, to talk to us about everything that's going on and maybe a little bit about why Republicans would vote in favor of a bill that makes it harder for Republican people, conservatives, to get information on elections. What, what do you think about that? I'm not really, I, I'm 
kind of baffled. I they're voting to to make it harder for us. The Republicans are. Yeah. So, yeah. Four Republican senators decided to vote with the Democrats to make it easier to hide information from you and I. So you know we we've been talking about this ballot images. So there are ballot images that are pictures of your ballot and my ballot when we run it through one of these machines. Right. We today are recounting those in Polk County because Polk County has uh, given us all the data and they have it in a form that's easy to do that. And people can go and they can do it from their home computer. It's called PolarisRecount.com. So what these Republicans just did is make it harder or almost impossible for us to get that information. Now, that's not transparency in elections. And, and I don't know what they're smoking, but it ain't good. No, I almost feel like at that point, are, are they bought out? Are they again, are they that they're not on our side? Not at all, if that's the case, because we see what's going on in the classrooms. And to take that away from us for us to know, which is already happening, is absolutely inappropriate. Completely. If you've got something to hide, then that's you're doing something shady. If you're making it if you're not just honest and upfront, then you're, you're doing something shady. And you know what? The average person gets that. But for some reason, yeah, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. Why are they doing this? Why are they willing to accept the arguments of the left, of Shamia Fagan? And many of them served with her when she was in the Senate. They know what a communist she is. And she wow. is a communist. I'm and pretty yet, disappointed. Yeah, well, you should be. Holy smokes. And we, and we all ought to be letting them know about it. Anyway, um, what are you and Terry talking about on uh, your segments today? Um, today, I'm going to get into how a woman, she actually, I think her name's Jessica Bates. She uh, applied to adopt foster kids from our from Oregon, the Oregon system. And they ended up denying her application. She was trying to adopt two siblings. Um, they denied her application because of her religious beliefs and because even though these kids in particular um, don't identify as a different gender, but because Jessica's religious beliefs, she won't play into uh, believing that children are another gender or taking them to gay pride parades or um, going through sex changes, that that would not be an option for her for uh, whatever children she adopts. They ended up denying her application because of that. So because she's a Christian and does not believe that there are more than two genders, they ended up denying her application to adopt these children. And so I got pretty riled up over that one. So that's what we're going to touch on this morning because I think that's completely inappropriate. It is completely inappropriate. And it is part of the battle that we're in. And again, you know, elections matter if you can trust elections. Yeah. <laughs> because this wouldn't be happening if the right people were in in office because you right. wouldn't have a governor saying that basically telling department heads like that one that made that decision to take that position. Right. Well, and then you tell me that we've got Republicans now doing this fighting on for the other side. It makes me lose hope. It's like you guys are the ones that are supposed to be fighting for us and our rights, and you're not on any level, apparently. So you've just hit on a single 
perhaps the single most important thing about Republicans standing up and fighting like Donald Trump does mm-hmm. versus allowing themselves to get bought off and pounding their chest about how bad the bills are, the Democrats are passing over their heads because they refuse to walk out and shut the place down. That discourages voters. You yeah. just shed it. I mean, you 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 have inadvertently, but honestly, said the same thing that many people feel, Amanda. Yeah. If nobody's going to stand up and fight for them, why bother? Why bother voting? Mm-hmm. Well, that becomes... The we we are the drain. We're circling the drain, right? Yeah. Because if our side, if people who believe in freedom and liberty don't vote, the other side wins, and this is exactly what they want to do. And the stupid Republicans who vote with them enable them. They're shooting themselves in the foot, and they're too stupid to figure it out, or yeah. they don't care. One of the two. Right. I- and either one's awful. It is. Amanda, thank you for joining us today. What time are you guys on? We start at 9 a.m. and we go till 1045. I appreciate it very much. Amanda, have a marvelous day. Appreciate you jumping on with us. You too. Thanks, Jeff. Doug sends me an email, says, disarming the pole, the proles, the servants, the slaves, proletariat has been the dream of tyrants for thousands of years. Mark Twain said it best. If voting changed anything, it would be illegal. To vote is to abdicate. Power shouldn't be conquered. It should be destroyed. How do we do that? How do we destroy abject power that is turned against us? Hmm? It's a it's a question. As long as we have our guns, they're afraid of us. When they take our guns, they're no longer afraid of us. And just look at the countries where tyrants are the only ones with guns. And you tell me if liberty abounds, any kind of liberty, it doesn't. But your liberty is for you to stay warm if you do business with freedom, heating, and air. Because if your home is not warm during these cold winter months and it's not gotten much warmer folks you owe it to yourself to call them because they'll get out to your place your home your or your business right away and they'll fix it for you or tell you how they can fix it and work out a plan with you give them a call freedomheatingandair.net is their website freedomheatingandair.net 503-580-1456-580-1456 let's go to art art good morning to you what say you today Oh, Jeff. A um, couple of things. First, check out the article in the Statesman Journal concerning we're 172% a snowpack this year. Isn't that wonderful? Global warming? Yes, it is. My rear end. Um, but anyways, uh, I wanted to comment, Jeff, I believe that you ought to extend an invitation to the rhinos who voted for Shimmyf Fagan to explain to your listeners why they did it. Of course, we know they won't show up. However, uh, we should give them an opportunity before we uh, start, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, doing what we need to do 
Also, kudos to Kim Thatcher, who obviously voted against the bill. It wouldn't be a bad idea to invite her uh, to explain why she voted against the ward, uh, the, the bill. Obviously, a majority of the senators voted against it, I do believe. Um, so uh, let, them, let them come on and tell us why, Jeff. We know they won't because they're cowards. They don't care about our party, our rights, transparency, etc. Et and then once they won't come explain themselves, then we can take action condemning what they're doing, including uh, getting talking to the Marion County Republicans uh, to you know condemn them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know what I mean, Jeff? I do. It's a great suggestion. Thank you, Art. I appreciate you hanging on. By the way, Ronnie wrote a really God bless you. hard, hard-worded email about this vote. He calls these people Jelly Rhino suck-ups. Back in a moment with Tim, 648. Lots to talk about. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. You know, one of the ways that you can push back against the insanity of what's being rammed down our throats by culture there's a story in the Gateway Pundit about how Nike hires skinny-legged Dylan Mulvaney. This is the tranny guy. Nike, you know, that did the Bud Light commercial. Nike has hired this guy to sell women's athletic wear. This guy to sell women's athletic. That's Nike. You know what? You should say something to Nike. And you should be determined to never buy any of their products again. By the way, Travis Tritt, the country western star... He has uh, decided he no longer is going to be associated with Bud Light because he has been for a long time. Yep, too much for him. Good for him. This is exactly what needs to happen. This is how we push back. Go to the phones. We'll go to Tim and then we'll move to Gary. Tim, good morning. Jeff, I was at a uh, joint subcommittee on general government yesterday afternoon at 3 o'clock, and it involved the uh, Secretary of State. Yes. You ought to take a look at the video of that. It was absolutely amazing. I sat there and couldn't believe what the testimony was like as they were justifying the new positions. For example, in the elections division, uh, they... Uh, provide training to the counties and the city, political party representatives, and candidates. And they were talking about how the can the uh, counties were not prepared or didn't have 
the funding to go through the training. And then looking at one of the reports that they used, it's called the uh, uh, performance measurements, key performance measurements. And they talked about uh, how they had fallen behind. Oregon votes is falling behind because it changes, changes, I'm sorry, in vendors we're making to the underlying systems that were used in Oregon project. And it looks like it could go to 2025 because of these delays and they don't have a stable product. So I find it intriguing that they would admit that they were having problems with uh, the voting process. Interesting. That's that's good. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. You're going to be in the war room today. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing donuts, and we have to decide <laughs> whether I take donuts to the uh, Senate Republican Caucus. Doesn't sound well, like they get, should get any. Yeah, I I mean at least at least not the four stupid Republican senators to vote for Senate Bill 166. Thanks. Um, Tim, I appreciate it. You know, we will have uh, Senator Dennis Linthicum joining us in the war room at 9 a.m. this morning. Ike Box, you want to find out what's going on? Have conversations with him. Join us in the Bay Room, the Ike Box Coffee House. Julie writes an email. No brainer. Who pays for the schools? She writes. Parents who purchases rent and direct property taxes. Day who pays plays. Of course, the school board has to take the so-called abuse. Go to Gary. Gary, go Beeves. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. So, Jeff, never underestimate the cowardice of the Republican Party. <laughs> I hate to laugh at that, but, yeah, I know. Uh, this thing with Trump is terrifying. He may be a billionaire, but he's up against a multi-trillionaire. And uh, this, is, this is tyranny like we've never seen before. They spent $200 million, more than $200 million to bring Trump to New York, where they probably spent somewhere in the neighborhood of $40, 50000000 million to make up a charge that is a phoniest charge you could possibly imagine. It's just a bookkeeping error, which he hires bookkeepers to do as bookkeeping. Uh, and then they're going to bring a bunch more phony charges to him so that they can break him down and stop him from running. This is interference of the next election. This is the steal of 2024. This is how they're going to do it. Uh, to where they can break him down and hopefully put him in jail. And ultimately, I mean, they if they had their way, they'd put him in front of a firing squad. Uh, but they have taken the reins of the power of every institution and is now using it against their opposition to make their communist dictator, dictatorship tyranny. And then they will use it against all of us in the same way. 
That's what tyrants do. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. And you're, you're spot on. Big news, by the way, Gateway no Pundit story. Mike Lindell reveals that another county, a Missouri county, is going completely machine-free and going to only paper ballots. It's a massive win. Wouldn't have happened if those folks locally hadn't have gotten involved. Rich writes an email about, sorry, he says, I'm surprised that Amanda didn't know that how Republican politicians work here in Oregon. That's why we can't get anything done due to politicians like Canope. Yeah. Let's go to uh, our next caller. Caller, good morning. Caller, are you there? Hello? Did we lose him? No, oh, hi there. Oh. oh, good morning. I didn't hear a name or anything. Uh, and and, you and your name read is? My e- Pardon me? And your name is? Randall, I'm calling from hi, Aurora. Randall. I sent you an email a couple weeks ago regarding the uh, school board fight in the Canby schools basically for the souls of our children. Is. Yes. So, how's that fight going? Are you involved in it? Uh, basically, well, I, I do have a grandchild in the system. Um, these ladies are being slandered, of course, by the left. As, as of two days ago, the 4th, Oregon Live has picked up uh, the story, and they mentioned Canby in it. They, their coverage is kind of statewide, and and in Clackamas County. But, uh, yeah, I thought you could give these gals some love. I, I sent you an email with the website that they're, that they're trying to do. Would, would you money. I've got a big yard sign here. Randall, would you resend that to me? Because I did not see that. Okay. My bad. Please resend it to me and I'll make sure to get it out there. Okay. Yes, sir. I will. And, and I'll, I'll try and come down to your, uh, to the war room for a little bit today. I can't stay for the whole time, but uh, I hope to see you again this morning. I look forward to seeing you there. 9 a.m. is when Senator Dennis Linthicum is in the war room. We're there from 8 till 3. And by the way, Tracy Hensley is a Canby City Councilor. I'm sure she's right in the middle of that fight you're talking about. So please send that to me. Thanks, Randall. Uh, I want to remind you, Eric Azer Righteous Renovations is a contractor you can trust to treat you right. Kim wrote a great email about... The woman being denied an adoption. She's looking at guardianship of her three foster kids. She's running into these things, these problems with the state. Again, elections matter. That's why we focus on it. Be in the war room. Dead, oh,